0: Yeah, anyway, PSA, I was reading an art. Like I read a headline before that blowing into cartridges is actually not good for the cartridges. <laughs> yeah, probably.
1: That's the only supposed... thing that made them work.
0: Um, although I, my friend introduced to me a, mo- um, a method of like spinning the cartridge in the air, like, you know, rotating it, spinning it like a plate and then catching it, like kind of like between your hands, like banging it like a clap. What? and doing that a few times and then it totally works sometimes man like sometimes the, the cartridge wasn't working so he did it and he showed me and then like i don't, I don't even remember who sh- who showed me this but like you just spin it clap you know spin it clap and then put it in like oh it's working now that's stupid it's totally stupid but it totally works <laughs> whatever man whatever i'm john i'm father to malcolm who is almost 20 months old what's up guys i'm anton uh
1: father to Ginny, who is four going on 14 and ellis who is uh just about a year and a half uh
0: last week 18 months yeah uh so anton and i we've known each other for over 20 years and we spend our time on this podcast talking about all the pop culture that you know that we have love still love or maybe just really aren't into that much anymore you know when Um, we have time when we have time when we have time (laughs) which is you know it's hard to get in um and we might have seemingly some fatherly perspectives on those things definitely sometimes or maybe we're just getting older or for sure we're getting older then we need to get it off our lawns. Yeah. Getting older. Join the herd more. Yep. yep. Hey, so you. Do you, uh. So. Manojinobu is 40 years old. Yep. He is. In your mind, do you think he's older than he is? Why? Just because he's, like, from
1: he's like uh south american and then like <laughs> no. there's, al- there's always like uh, birth certificate issues with <laughs> wait so your question is do i think that he's older
0: did... well my my question is did you re? does it seem like manu's older than 40 like if you didn't know he was 40 years old would you have thought he was older than 40 just the way he looks or how he plays? Maybe he looks and just, like, how how he's talked about. Um,
1: I mean, I'm actually pretty impressed he can stay on the floor as long as he can. Yeah. Um, so I don't think he's... I, it, to me, it doesn't appear like he's older than his current age. Okay.
0: Uh, do you? No. Well, I, I'm not sure what I think. It's more when, as we're watching the playoffs right now, and they're like, oh, Manu's 40, and he might retire. I'm like, oh, damn. I am going to be the same age as Manu in half a year or a little bit more than half a year. And you're not close to retiring? i wish i was close to retire yeah no doubt yeah anyway it's just the seeing other people um that we've watched since you know for a long time kind of growing up yeah i mean that's like that's like kobe
1: right like when kobe entered the league yeah i think we were i mean I was a couple years older, but you know, it was like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Like he just got out of high school. I got out of high school a couple of years later.
0: You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's our he's our age.
1: Oh wait, that's right. That's right. Yeah. He. He,
0: he, he graduated high school the same year that we did. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> See, you know, because it's like you know, for you know, for us, we obviously like age is just kind of there and even like you're 40 i'm going to turn 40 it isn't in it, it real like realistically doesn't really matter to me because i don't feel however what number i'm my age is sure sure but like celebrities and especially with athletes mm-hmm. who have a, a specific shelf life um when we're watching you know we, When we were watching Kobe at 18 years old, the same age as us in NBA, I wasn't thinking, oh, he's the same age as me. Right. And then going through the years. Yeah, you're right. Like his first four years in NBA versus our first four years after high school. It's a totally different life. Like that's a he's an adult already and we're not. So they seem a little older than the rest of us. Definitely. And that's what like the whole thing with like Manu is like I didn't think I don't think about his age until oh he's forty now, and then um, he's seemed like the old guy for the past four to five years, especially as his like uh, his hairline started receding or like his his bald spot started increasing, right? Right? Um, and, you know how they just talked about the Spurs and being the old guys. And go, like, oh, shoot, we're the same age. He's just a year older than us.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if you look at what Manu's been doing, like it seems like the last three years he's still been doing the same thing, but then he's just not on the floor as, as long. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, he's just as impactful as he was maybe three seasons ago. Yeah. That's what it feels like anyway When I whenever I watch him and he's in. Um, yeah.
0: I, I mean, he's still the closer. He's still one of the closers on the team. He's basically the only guy that can score for them right now consistently. Well, and uh, and LaMarcus.
1: Yeah, but like consistently though, right? I mean, yeah, maybe LaMarcus will get you at least 15 points every night. But like he's 34 game two and then. Yeah. 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 But anyway, yeah, playoffs. <laughs> I've have not watched the Warriors very regularly towards the like the last maybe definitely the last quarter of the season. Yeah. But that's because like they were not something to play for. It was frustrating to watch them because you're like, right. Man, why don't you guys just try? But then they don't need to try really.
0: Yeah. Well you didn't miss anything. Because I didn't I, I watched some of it and I didn't watch some of it because then it was like you said they weren't really trying once the number two seed was locked up and then they couldn't lose it unless they just lost every game then it just got really extra frustrating because it's just like "Mm." yeah it's obvious that they're they're waiting to turn it on whether they could and obviously they've shown that they can even though the spurs are kind of a maybe a little bit of fool's gold in terms of a, a, an opponent. Cause they're not that good.
1: Right. But you know, we still well coached. Right? Yeah, definitely. Um, um, any big surprises from the playoffs so far for you?
0: Uh, I think, let's see. I've been into the playoffs. I mean, it's just, I mean, NBA fan so it's been a lot of fun and I've been thinking about you know how earlier in the year we talked about the basketball podcast not being really as uh regular listens anymore yeah and it picked up after the the all-star break but like it's definitely more interesting now and like I started watching the jump again because it's there's just so much funny stuff or like you know just drama yeah but not yeah. like not not like serious like bad drama but just really interesting um but any surprises uh i'm not surprised by the cavs struggling i think that's that's been something that's going to happen i was surprised that the jazz lost <laughs> once already to the, they look super
1: strong coming into the playoffs yeah. um
0: yeah yeah and you know honestly they they only lost the first game mostly because paul george just went off did you watch that game
1: i didn't i didn't get to i was uh i was kind of keeping tabs on that that first game yeah. actually i was watching some of it but i didn't i didn't get a chance to finish it
0: yeah, Paul George, you know, he he got 34 points and he pretty much was I don't know, I think he shot like eight for ten for threes or something like that. And he basically I just saw him shoot off balance threes, deep threes, you know, like kind of weirdly timed threes, and he was just uh swishing them and like, oh well. He's on. <laughs> yeah, it's like Clay Clay Game Six, OKC. Yeah. Uh,
1: the I, I will say that um, I haven't really be been keeping tabs on uh Oladipo. Oh yeah,
0: but he's a stud, man. Yeah. Yeah, he went off this year. Yeah. And the paces are really good. Um I think that Heat Sixers one's probably one of the more interesting series. Yeah, I agree. Especially well, the Heat got have the two losses they've had, they've been blown out, but um I guess maybe I'm surprised that the Heat can't have been able to contain the Sixers, especially because the first two games, even though they won one, they they didn't have Embiid. Plus the Sixers are a pretty young team.
1: Yeah, but the talent's there. And yeah. They're also well coached, like pretty well coached, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But not as well coached as like s uh Spolstra team though. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I think those are, that's it so far.
1: Well, are are you surprised that uh the Pelicans are like like murdering the
0: the Blazers? Nope. I've, <laughs> I didn't watch the Blazers too much in the, the regular season. I know that they played really well, but I'm not at all surprised that the Blazers aren't performing in the playoffs because um, I like Lillard and I like Column call him a lot. And actually, I like their team a lot, but there's times when I watch them and I just like, it doesn't seem like they have a really solid, uh, organization on offense, where it's just a lot of it is relies on Lillard or McCollum just um, ISOing for most of the plays, and then if nothing happens, then someone else shoots or they shoot, right? And then the regular season that's fine, but in the playoffs, you can't do that. That's true, and so I. Uh, you know the defense is up and down, um, and so yeah, mostly I'm not, down,
1: mostly down, yeah,
0: mostly down, especially today. But I, I'm not at all surprised that they're getting beat. <laughs> you are you? Um,
1: I mean, this is gonna. My answer is going to come from basically ignorance because, like you, um. And even more so, actually, just just not being aware of how teams were playing towards the end of the season Mm -hmm. and, and like, basically after the All-Star break, right? Yeah. So I know that the Pelicans were playing really well after – started playing really well after uh, Boogie went down. Yeah. But to the point where they just dominating the number three seed team – you know, and this is an Alvin Gentry coach team, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, you know and they, you know like their seating was determined on the last day, right? Right. So yeah, I mean I think that yeah. that was surprising to me. I thought um wait what's the other six three? Oh, it's the Sixers, the Sixers, Sixers the Heat.
0: Sixers Heat, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I didn't watch the Pelicans too much. I mean, I didn't watch a lot of NBA down the stretch. It's more of just um, the Blazers are who they are. does you know? They have their center now. Um, their starting center, but for the most part, their offense and their defense pretty much is run the same as it's been. Right. And they're a good team, obviously. And they were crazy hot towards the end of the season. Like, the, when the Warriors basically kind of... Well, when the Warriors went through that injury stretch and also kind of just turned off the... They just went into idle. Right. Um, the only way that they would have lost the number two seed is if the Blazers continued their hot streak and the Warriors just lost all of their games. Yeah. But that just wasn't going to happen.
1: So baseball's back up again, which kind of reminds me of um, our our anniversary. Actually, yeah. I remember you sent you sent a message a couple of weeks back where um, yeah, we've been doing we've been doing this for a year. We have. We were pretty regular until recently, and that's mostly because of me because. I got hella busy. It's all good.
0: Having a job is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, having work to do and income is not something to apologize about. That's that's very true. That's true. I'm sure. Um... Uh, but yeah, we are. Our, our recording anniversary was last week, I think, or two weeks ago, two weekends ago, and the only reason I knew about it is because uh, Malcolm. One of the things he likes to do is go through, um, like see his old baby pictures or mm-hmm. oh, not even oh. old, He has recent and his old baby pictures. So we usually were just slipping through our phones. Right. But since I have, I use Google photos and I have, I back up all my photos on that. I just go through that and I, go, I, I went all the way back to April and then there's a picture of, um, of knock on the floor with Ellis. Yeah. And it was, yeah, whatever date it was, 4-8 or whatever it was. I'm like, oh, was, we recorded that last, you know. Yeah. I don't think we released it until a few That's weeks true. later. That's true. Because we had to give it to edit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've been in the recording a podcast game for a year. Um it's so
1: I guess let's uh let's take a moment to just kind of reflect on the past year like yeah. Not so much in terms of like daddyhood or whatever, but you know, I think both you and I started this because we thought it'd be kind of fun and then there would be like I think for me Like uh, from a technical standpoint, I was curious about what it would take to produce something like this, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, is there any big lessons that you learned? um, I guess over the past year about kind of putting stuff together
0: about podcasting. Yeah, yeah, I think I learned a lot. There's when we when we recorded all we had planned was to record it and maybe a little bit of a topic that we game planned while we waited for our barbecue. And then right. um <laughs> that's, that's true. Right. <laughs> and then that's it. And then we all the stuff afterwards in terms of editing and where to host it because we actually ended up hosting it, on soundcloud for a little bit and then that's right that's right learned about like the cost of that and whatever their pricing model was and finding alternates for a little fledgling thing like do we want to really go in on a lot of money for a little side project that we don't know where's going to go right so that stuff was cool and actually I, I used some of that and i shared some of that information with a friend who's a teacher who was wanting to get wanting to do some like small podcasting at um for his classroom. Nice. Um, I don't know whatever he used, but at least that that was the stuff that was a little bit of a learning curve. Well, all, a lot of it's been a learning curve, but that technical part was definitely a learning curve. Um, yeah, and then the just the editing i mean you've obviously edited i've edited before too not at that scale but you know i've edited basic video and right some sound before but you know using the sound editing and then messing around with some simple music making like beat making stuff just to add you know just all that kind of stuff yeah and then I think we talked about it before, but then it, I've I now listen to podcasts a little bit differently than before because I like hearing like how how other pods are produced. Yeah, especially the profession. I mean, you know, like the full-on professionals, the ones that are the top-notch folks that are interviewers mm-hmm. or um, how they they mix sound in and all the other stuff so on a creative technical tip it's been a lot of fun i mean it's been a lot of fun period but that that stuff has always been fun to learn yeah definitely what about you
1: i think just the the biggest thing um was i guess feeling more comfortable Uh uh you know everybody says that it's always weird to hear your own voice or some people like really hate it. Right. Um, I realized that you just get a good mic and any voice sounds really good, actually. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, I learned that when you say, um, I know what the waveform looks like. So if I'm (laughs) scrubbing through like the timeline and I'm looking at the digital file, I know exactly where to take out an
0: "um." Yeah, that's true. I know Uh, that too. uh,
1: The technical stuff has been fun. I mean, I'm not using anything crazy. I'm actually just using Final Cut to record everything. And then I just apply just a really simple compression filter before when I export it for you to go in and add the music. Mm. Um, So, yeah, I mean... We have, I think, a uh, a ways to go in terms of planning our apps. Yeah, um, you know, we do have an outline, but sometimes we're filling it out like a few minutes before, unless we right. have something that we definitely want to talk about. So, right. Um. But anyway, that's sometimes it's more fun that way. Yeah. Although I will say that um, we are way more cognizant of uh the length because in the beginning we were talking for like three hours Mm -hmm. right yeah cutting it down to x but Mm -hmm. you know once we got in a groove we were just like all right cool we don't really need to cut anything yeah you know and just kind of let it go maybe let's talk about what our plans are for year two
0: so you've got some ideas I do, and a lot. Some of those ideas. Well, we have ideas. We both actually have ideas from year one that we just actually never really went in on. Um, we still have a list of topics and ideas to do for the podcast. That's very true. Which I need to review, but some of the ideas I was just thinking of were one were some things that happen more outside of the podcast world, but you know, in real life, IRL, IRL. Um, so we did mention, I'm not sure if it was the first episode, but early on last year, actually, no, it was probably after that. It would be fun to do a pop culture softball game for father's day or a Grandfather's day. Um, not just with the guys, but, Everyone, whoever wants to play. Um, I think that would be cool to still try to do that.
1: Yeah, that would be really cool. Or just a general, like... Well, maybe like a sports day. We talk about sports day, but softball is probably like the most accessible for everyone.
0: Right. Um, Yeah, it could be a picnic and just people hanging out, but then uh, it just gives us a reason just to get together. But it would be you know we could do other things to weave in the podcast somehow like on the on the uh on location interviews <laughs> audio recording
1: oh yeah that would be kind of fun. um june stuff yeah. though man <laughs> we we may need to uh do post maybe a late summer okay but like yeah Father, father's day
0: yeah that would be, that, be that,
1: that'd be fun that would actually be really fun because it's a good opportunity particularly for you know for our group of friends like mhm i wonder if that could be a tradition yeah that'd be really fun actually
0: yeah we should look into it whenever it is it doesn't have to be does it doesn't have to be father's day but, yeah that's true um it could just be the annual pop culture softball softball
1: softball, picnic yeah yeah nice uh
0: yeah and then the other thing there's two more and i have other ideas but i didn't write them down because i was still kind of percolating them one is i was thinking we talk a lot about being you know people who are who create things i mean obviously that's your job for me it's always just been more of a hobby um and there's other parents that go through you know that rut just from being an adult and also just you know you have other things to do yeah so putting creativity on the back burner just because you have to or just because you're too tired to really activate that and then once you're out of the Once you're out of shape creatively, it takes a while to get back in shape, just like, you know, physically. Definitely. So thought about doing maybe some creative, not like a retreat where you, we hide away at some kind of like mountain cabin, which we have (laughs) access to, but more like um, two hour, hour half day kind At, of like, like
1: a coffee shop or like a yeah, like,
0: yeah or some meeting space and kind of just um incubate just creativity and what whatever that means you know like you know like and especially when when you're with other people that want to create if you put your ideas out there and you can follow up on with each other then there's a little bit of accountability there yeah versus when you're just incubating it yourself definitely and there's definitely places we could do it yeah there's coffee houses bars bars so, yeah I do just, see a
1: lot of meetups actually that are they meet at a bar and then they like book up the back room for a couple hours and everyone just goes and yeah you know that's pretty think, cool that's a good idea yeah.
0: Cause then we could do that and then like follow up Maybe like two or three months down On the road and um, Like in person and we could Figure out ways to keep up With each other in between
1: Yeah that accountability um, is uh,
0: Key Yeah Or we could do a follow up As episode or our follow up Through episodes Yeah that,
1: would be, episodes. Cool. Yeah, that, that yeah. would be kind of cool Yeah that would be kind of cool
0: And then, um, the other thing I was just thinking about was, uh, we don't have, well, I mean, we, I signed up, signed this up for a Tumblr, but we don't use it because we don't really do written content or anything like that. And maybe we don't need to necessarily do that, but I was thinking a lot of, I mean, a lot of our brand is catching up, right? Yes. (laughs) Which, makes sense for the for any busy adult but particularly for parents right um because with parents that want to like you know consume a lot of certain things we just don't have the time to right yep so a lot of times we end up watching or listening or reading things way later right like we watched black panther opening weekend but that's the first time we watched the movie opening weekend I don't know in years <laughs> <laughs> in like legitimately years um, so I was thinking like we just watched Coco this Sunday um, and then for me I like to listen to podcasts or read articles after I watch the things just to kind of get people the, the perspectives on it Because something like Coco has lots of different layers to explore, right? Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm.
0: And so I was thinking maybe if there are those movies or whatever that we catch up on like two months later or six months later, a year later, that if other people want to kind of um, immerse themselves in the reviews or the discussions about that topic or that that movie or medium or whatever that um it's like a
1: repository of think pieces or different yeah, things
0: yeah so i think we could probably i mean we could run that like on facebook where i think we so start, too you know we could run the thread and say hey we both just watched coco and these are some of the things that we're listening to or reading um, or reading and then have other people share if they have it
1: yeah that's great that's a great idea
0: yeah so, yeah, I think we could do that too, I and mean, it would be helpful for me because then I don't have to just find them all. <laughs> Definitely, if other people, yeah, I know, I mean,
1: right? I know. And it's also interesting to see wh- where other people are getting their um, their analysis from or their or their takes from too. Right. You know, because I know for me, I it's just those certain media outlets that I just like but you know maybe I'll stumble across something from a Facebook friend or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah like I don't have I don't really have a bunch of time always to start searching for other writers or other other things right it just needs to like show up so I think that'd be great if if it just like shows up on a post yeah all these links of just good stuff to read Although mm. I will say that I deleted Facebook from my phone recently,
0: that's good, yeah, so
1: no probably... no Facebook, no Twitter, I have Instagram um still, and <laughs> I also actually also have reddit, and um reddit can be probably just as bad as Facebook, but
0: reddit's the bomb though
1: <laughs> reddit is the bomb though I, I mean, I, I'm hey, a late I'm a late uh late adopter of reddit
0: me too man it's just been mostly this year for me except like when i when i google like how to do something you know, yeah 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 do something with like a, an android tablet or whatever um and that's the things that pop up but no i it's fun reading reddit i mean i i'm very specific i mean i'm a very specific subreddits that i read i don't wade too deep into the um the controversial stuff or like things that are just going to piss me off or like, right. Frustrate me. But, um, I mean, that's pretty much what it would be like. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe we could have our own subreddit. I don't know how, I don't know how that process goes. <laughs> I don't know if other people are using, um, Reddit, but I bought a laptop through Reddit. Oh, did you? Yeah. And you know, it's kind of like, oh, I've never done this before. Um positive positive experience yeah totally Wait, so there's what, a, what
1: what's the subreddit for that hardware swap hardware swap okay,
0: yeah, so it originally started as you know full on p c hardware, so someone's selling a video card or a a processor or whatever, but it's expanded to other kind of tech, and hmm. so I don't exactly know how I landed on that, (laughs) how I found that place um, or found that subreddit, but I did. And then I was telling you earlier, I was testing the, I I needed to make sure that the sound was working because I am using my old MacBook. Right. um, A late 2009 Uni model, whatever, the white one.
1: Unibody. Unibody.
0: Yes, Unibody. Because I sold my Surface
1: book oh right yeah that's right i saw you i saw that you posted that
0: yeah because then i figured i bought it because i wanted to sketch it sketch on it and other things but i wasn't really sketching on it so then i um and i also bought an ipad pro so then
1: ooh, the new one? Oh no no not the new
0: one the 10.5 okay so from last year yeah 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 um and I already, you know, I've sketched a lot on iPads before and using the pencils even better. So I'm like, oh, well, this is what I have. So then I might as well try to sell the Surface Book while it still has some value, um, which I did actually sell through Reddit too. So um, I sold through Reddit, got got whatever the money I got. Um, that went well. And then so I needed another, I didn't need, but I felt that I needed another laptop for work
1: mm-hmm. and so
0: i bought uh a dell chromebook 13 um the, the business model which at the time when it was released because it had all these different um specs but i have a touchscreen. i have the core i3 chip which is the highest on a chromebook it um has four gigs 32 gigs of hard drive and so I think that model was probably selling for over 700 800 when it first came out but it's been discontinued right mm-hmm. so I was just flipping around and this guy was selling it for 240 or whatever I asked if I if I could sell if he, he could sell for 225 including shipping and all that stuff he's like sure I'm like okay whoa and then I didn't even know it was a touchscreen actually because I didn't know enough um because most most Chromebooks models are pretty like they are what they are, right? There's there's not, the only modification might be the amount of RAM. But for the most part, whatever you get in the base models, which you're going to get, that's right. what it is. Yeah. Dell being Dell, they have like all these like different things that I guess is supposed to be helpful, but I think it's more confusing for consumers. But um, I got lucky that it was a touchscreen. But yeah, it was only 225 and the surface book has a better keyboard and trackpad but this one isn't as bad i mean this it's not that bad it's definitely better than my um Dell pc that i have at work
1: that's that's pretty cool i i subscribe to a subreddit called photo market so that's mm-hmm. um you know camera stuff it's, there's been a couple of things I think I've asked about um but it's and I think I'm, I I tried just try to sell some stuff but um no bites yet. But uh it's it's pretty good. There's um yeah. I I do subscribe to like the subreddits for like my mo- my camera models or like um, yeah. stuff like that but you know most of the yeah. time, some I have to unsubscribe to some because it's like they're asking the same questions over and over again. All you need to do yeah. is look at the sidebar and it has like linked articles or right or search. Yeah, like that's the most annoying thing actually.
0: Yeah,
1: um, you know, speaking of like a hardware, what, what was that thing called again? Hardware, hardware swap. swap, yeah. So, um I threw a good friend of ours, and I don't want to name names, um, just because, you know, for like the two people that l- to listen, I-, I don't want to get him in trouble with his work. Mm-hmm. But um, I was able to inherit like a old Mac Pro, like they have, it's the cheese grater model. And mm-hmm. apparently there are a bunch of people who are taking these old Mac Pros and basically upgrading them with uh, current GPUs, current processors, right. And making like they call it like a like a MacInstein. Like nah. you know, there's like there's like a hacker there's like a hackintosh, right? Which is like right. all PC parts, but then running OS, Mac OS. Mm-hmm. But then they have another term called Mac-in-Stein, which is basically souping up these older Mac Pros. Yeah. um so that it can so that they're essentially like video editing and beasts. like uh beasts yeah so that's a kind of a new thing that i'm gonna at least i'm gonna try and do like i'm i've never built a computer before um so i think it might be a fun project and not that it's not that this is necessarily building a computer but it's definitely more complicated than like upgrading ram which i've done a bunch of times right right, right. like upgrading yeah. ram or like swapping a uh a cracked phone screen right like i've done right. that but here yeah, i am that's... here i am trying to like learn about uh you know what gpus are gonna are compatible and trying to upgrade right. like from usb one to USB three or even USB C and what kind of yeah. like upgrade SS, you know, all that stuff. I was like, huh. Yeah. So I think that's a that's gonna be a, a little fun project I'm gonna have for myself. Yes. I don't know how how much I'll be able to dig into it, but you know, I definitely have some uh saved eBay searches for
0: yeah. different types well, of RAM and parts. That's exactly that's absolutely what Reddit and YouTube are for.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean, all the lightweight hacking I've done on Android phones and Android tablets just to like either um, to um, root them or install new OSs has been done through. Reddit and YouTube? Not Reddit, but uh, YouTube and, you know, because I wasn't, I don't know if Reddit was active as active back then, but yeah, YouTube mostly. Oh, yeah. YouTube's great. That's cool. It's kind of like um this generations um classic car
1: I know, building huh? cuz then cause how do you nerdy, have to how nerdy, huh?
0: <laughs> cuz you have to especially with Macs, with PCs it's a little bit easier cuz then a lot of that's just like grab whatever it is and just plug it in. And of course there's a little bit of cont- um, compatibility stuff there, but like With MacBooks, with Mac products, you know that they built them to not be messed with. So, I'm sure that there's a little bit more steps involved than it would be. Because let's say, example for the Chromebook, I could, I could easily swap out the hard drive on the Chromebook that I just got. Yeah, and the only thing I really would have to do is buy a new solid-state drive that's the same size, it's bigger, unscrew it, create a, um, a boot disk, which is just a USB, mm-hmm. and then reinstall it, and then it, it'll be up and running in, like, 15 minutes. Like, that whole process could be 15, 20 minutes, right? Right. But for any, like, Mac products, it would take a lot longer if you're doing, like you said, beyond um, installing RAM.
1: Yeah, but but the the network of I even joined a Facebook group too, and then it's like the level of knowledge is just robust. Um, mm. But sometimes it's too much. It's just like, dude, I just I just have like one question. But <laughs> I mean, I, I I posted on the Reddit. I think it's like the I forgot what what. It, oh, it's just like a Mac Pro subreddit. And then I just like I was like, hey. I inherited this thing. I want to do this as a project. I've never done it before. Like, what order should I go? Like, I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be doing this thing slowly mm-hmm. um, because I don't really need it or anything. Right. It's like, what order should I go? in? so a bunch of responses like, okay, start with this, start with this, you know, and then it's just like, everyone is super helpful. Yeah. Um. Although I can see like how, the negative negativity of some Reddit subs of some subreddits. But sometimes you find a good sub and then you're like, Oh man, these people are like super cool.
0: Yep. Yeah. You know, speaking of like Facebook groups, the other thing I've been into because of this whole hardware swap thing, I've sold stuff on Craigslist before, but then I didn't really, um, I wasn't really using Facebook too much to sell stuff. Are you? But, are you using Marketplace now? I'm using Marketplace now, and I'm also using a few of the, the Area based like you know swaps or flea markets or you know buy sell. You Through know, Facebook? groups. Yeah. Oh really? I haven't. Like Hungs used it with like the the moms groups, the parents groups, but mostly moms groups. So like. They, like, she's been trading and selling, like, small things, like, you know, um, we don't need to use, we don't, we have no, we no longer have a need for the the, um, reusable diaper covers, because that's what our old daycare was using. Mm. So she was able to sell that to somebody. Um, We, you know, so she's been using that. I I just cross post mostly just because marketplace obviously is inundated with stuff, but um, yeah, I've been able to do some do some stuff through Facebook too, because I just sold a micro Game Boy, a Game Boy Micro today that I've been trying to sell for a few weeks. Nice, um, See,
1: I saw that too. I was like, that Game Boy Micro looked crazy. I've never seen it before. He-
0: it's pretty cool. It it was a really short run. Um, and that's why, like, especially the ones that were designed to look like old NES controllers, um, if it's completely new in the box, they'll sell for a lot, you know, because there's Nintendo um, collectors. But, and it totally works fine. And I realized I bought it and I pretty much just used that work when I was like, Um, just to I pretty much was using it when I went to the bathroom playing Tetris (laughs) (laughs) at work that's pretty much what I use it for my hands are clean it's all good I I sold it it looked completely new but um, the screen was so small that playing any other games would kind of be difficult plus then maybe a year or two after is when they released the first or the second generation of the DS where they had the slot for Game Boy games hmm and so then I stopped using that and I still have a Game Boy Advance that I'm going to keep. I stopped using that because then that's what I, I could use it for the, I think the original DS Lite, whatever it was, whatever that white model was. Um, Anyway, I sold that. I traded some curry 3s that I, I wasn't going to use for... Um, adidas um crazy explosive basketball shoes okay yeah these are the shoes that i got I was, I was trying to sell those curry threes i couldn't sell them so um at first i was actually going to try to trade them for s- um, some reebok ant questions which is the second generation or the first the second generation iverson shoes oh crazy um and they were the pump version but then the guy didn't want to get the guy wasn't really into the curries I'm like damn I would have really <laughs> wanted them <it." laughs> um and they were like half a size smaller but I'm like I think it'll be okay um and so since I couldn't sell it I just decided to trade it cuz I, I wasn't going to end up using the curries for basketball at least the, that generation yeah um I was trying to actually get curry 2s because I really liked the curry 2s in terms of um basketball but uh one guy was almost gonna trade them and he didn't. I'm like, okay, thanks. But is this, this through the
1: Facebook group too? Yeah, this is all through Marketplace.
0: Oh. And then so some guy from San Jose wanted the curries and completely new versus these ones that have been like used once or twice. I think he even washed them, but I'm like, whatever, it's fine. Because they're mostly um it's it's all cloth. Um and uh I'm gonna use these for when I play indoors. Um, and so, yeah, I, at least I, if these were new, they're more expensive than the Curry threes anyway. And these look barely used. So that's what I've been kind of doing the past two, like one past month and a half since we last talked to.
1: Nice. <laughs> I've been trying to uh, actually, I've, I've been selling a couple of, Camera lenses that I don't use anymore um so it's a bit nice like i've I've got like a i guess part of it is because uh like i was like uh, we like the office where I'm currently at right now um or like the room that I use as my quote unquote office needs to be like tidied up big time right, so I yeah. shared this room. Um, with the kids' toys. So I think Tessa and I have this project where we're like, all right, let's figure out what we can, what toys we can either donate, put away somewhere else so that there's more room to kind of build out this little studio. Like, I want to get like a standing, like a sit stand desk that's bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to be able to bring my. That computer that I'm work on up here, um, but it's there's just not enough room. So it's like gotta figure out how to do all that. Yeah. So, because of all that, I've been trying to get rid of stuff that I'm not using. And just kind of like what you said, like sell it now while it still has some value. You can't just mm-hmm. there was a period of time where I'm like, well, I'll just hold on to it. It's more it's it's more valuable if I just hang on to it. I'm like, mm but that takes up space and space is a premium. And so what's that space worth?
0: Right. Yeah. And I have way too much stuff. And I mean, it's slowly trying to get whatever that has value sold. Um, because it obviously helps a little bit with a little bit helps with everything. <laughs> yeah,
1: for sure. Food
0: diapers, <laughs> um, you know, padding, Anything, especially after, like, not filing taxes or, like, not um, allocating properly our taxes. So, uh, owing stuff and all the other stuff. Um, Supposedly, I'm going to be selling a Sharks jersey tomorrow if the guy follows through.
1: Oh, nice. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I could sell. Shit. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. I'm sure there is.
0: Yeah. And the toy stuff... um, We actually, uh, one of our friends, just Hung was looking for uh, a wooden kitchen set for Malcolm. Um, And there was two models that we're looking at, like the Ikea one and uh, the Hape one. Because we didn't want one of the big plastic ones just because it's bigger and it it would take up space that we don't have. So our friend Lisa... um, well, my friend from Davis. I'm not sure if you know her, but anyway, um, she is trying to get rid of stuff in her house, so she's like she saw Hung's post and she said you could have ours, so we have it now. Um, which Hung actually is really excited about working on because it she there's like a bunch of like design hacks on it. So her new job, she has summers off, so that's going to be one of her projects. Is um probably repainting it and then um, putting a backsplash on it and
1: oh dang
0: (laughs) and redesigning it and stuff like that because like some some people have moved the um the handles to different places to make it look like an oven rather than a, um, a cabinet so um she's gonna have fun with that so we have that now i'm staring at it right now as i'm talking about it um but like hung has a Has a process, or like has a kind of a policy where it's like, okay, if we're gonna open up a new, um, a new toy that Malcolm's gonna play with, we're gonna, yeah, we're cycling, yeah, we're gonna cycle out some stuff. So it's a good process because it helps not inundate the area with toys. Because you know, especially at his age, he'll play with some of the toys and get distracted. But a lot of times, he's just playing with like the Swiffer. Or, like, a box, you know? He's still at the age... I mean, he obviously recognizes toys because he plays with them at daycare and stuff, but, like, if we got rid of... Or if if we boxed 80% of these toys and still had the Swiffer out here and had empty boxes and empty bottles out here and these... um, The solo cups, the party cups... um, He'll play with that. He just played with those. Because, you know, one and a half... Oh, yeah. You know, it's later on when he, he, he makes, I mean, he already makes connections, but it, it's um, definitely led by her that it, it helps us kind of keep the clutter down, at least um, in terms of toys. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. And she, she's really good with cycling out clothes, too, because, you know, we were fortunate because a lot of our friends have kids that are slightly older, so that we that they they give us their clothes, right, and then once we're done with it, there's other kids to um or families to give those t- clothes to
1: yep um, that, thats that baby clothes swap yeah i I do admit though that i s even though that I want to get rid of stuff, I'm still like looking for really good used deals for stuff that I probably don't need i I most definitely don't need yeah um but would be nice to have like oh i you know that's when you start negotiating with yourself Mm -hmm. stuff like okay well this is a pretty good product it'll be worth it if it's
0: under this price (laughs) right Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah yeah I mean, I um, I don't even have. I I was even considering selling my PS4 because I play it so little, so infrequently. Speaking of PS4, like
1: I have two buddies who hook me up with games that I I I really want to get into, like Horizon Zero Dawn. I want I I really want to play that game, mm-hmm. and I also have a code for like uh, the show twenty eighteen, mm. and I was like. You know the show like Horizon Zero Dawn. That's going to be a good game forever, right? So yeah. you can probably, I could probably hang back, but like these uh, seasonal sports games, like yeah. you want to get in, you know? Yeah. See if I can, you know, set up a uh, something where I could like trade for Otani or something.
0: <laughs> but yeah, anyway. hey, you should do a you should do a, a, a classic uh, sports talk radio trade. Like, hey. Let's trade Hector Sanchez and um, <laughs> Pablo Sandoval for uh, for Otani because you know the 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 Angels could use a backup catcher, right? <laughs> like, uh, yeah,
1: that's not really gonna work. And just like like do the trade overrides. Like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine, guys. It's fine.
0: Yeah. Or you know, like maybe that's super ridiculous, but like, yeah, let's trade. Um, Hundred Pence and um, Brandon Crawford for Otani where like there's more value I mean Brandon Crawford they're, they're both good but you know Pence is old he's aging yeah, but and they then... wouldn't
1: take it because they already have Andrelton Simmons <laughs>
0: no yeah but you know like I, I get it I get it though <laughs> the, there's the over I mean there's a way inflated value because it's like the, the emotional value that people have with players. Yep. Um, and obviously that's a even bet, but um, I mean, even if you offered Bumgarner, they're not going to take that trade, right? Nah. You need to throw in like Bumgarner and like your next three, number one picks and um, your top one and a half um, prospects. <laughs>
1: Like even picks like that that means next to nothing in baseball.
0: Yeah, yep. Especially for the Angels when they're all they're always trying to win now. And like Mike Trout, he's young, but it, you know what is his window? He he's not going to wait unless they hit the jackpot on another Trout who's only in the minors for like a year. But anyway, that's a tangent. Yeah. But yeah, no, I feel you on the the sports games, especially when they're um, timely, because then then you could actually use the servers that are still up. Exactly, like
1: all the updates.
0: Yeah, because I was playing. Oh, it was a. Uh, I think it was NBA Two K sixteen, or fifteen, and I was playing it while I was trying to bike, and then um. I couldn't load a roster because their servers—they terminated the use of their servers like in December. Because you know they're because
1: like I think they they cut it off, right?
0: Yeah, there's a two or three year um, cut off to how much uh, how long they'll um, support the servers. Um, So I ended up just doing uh, like all the manual trades, which was fun. But like trying to match up the players now. But the thing is, you know, some of the players three years ago their val their their rankings were like seventy two when this year they're probably ninety.
1: Holy shit. Then what you should probably do is be the Giants and be like, Hey, we got Andrew McCutcheon and Evan Laura. <laughs> <know.
0: and> <laughs> no yeah. So like, you know, like think about an NBA team that has like all these good free like oh the like the um, the calves at the beginning of the year right, they had uh, Kevin Love, kind of a peak Kevin Love right. They had a younger they, Dwayne Wade. <laughs> um, so their team totally got boosted up. Wait, was, you mean th-
1: you mean this year? Oh, oh yeah, yeah this, this year, yeah, yeah.
0: Because then I was I'm using a roster from three years ago, and then there's other teams like the the Blazers where I trade for Nurkic or Oh yeah Nurkic, and he was like the third. I mean, he was hella young, and he was the third center on the Nuggets versus what he is now. So that week in their team, but like total tangent, way long time ago on PS3. or it Might have been PS actually, it was PS2. I always like, um, at some point would F around with the rosters and kind of build super teams, right? Mm-hmm. And this is like way like this is early 2000s, and then I, um, it was probably on the Timberwolves when KG was still there, but just randomly I put KG, I put a uh, Pierce and um, Ray Allen on that team. Oh, really? Yeah. This was before, obviously, like it happened on the Celtics. And I didn't realize it until I turned it on. I'm like, oh, I actually made that trade. Like it was, yeah, it was on the Timberwolves because I didn't trade KG away from the Timberwolves. But it was hella funny that, that that combination was the one that I ended up going with. Did you trade Wally Zerbiak
1: then? <laughs>
0: I don't know. I <laughs> he, gonna... he must
1: have been. He must have gotten shipped out for Ray Allen, right?
0: No, I might. I told you I was building super teams, so. Oh. I don't who, even know. Who
1: was the point guard for
0: that team? Super um, Wolves. Uh Oh, shoot. What was his name? Troy Hudson? Oh, yeah. Because I think said. he was, right? He was their point guard after. So who's the
1: center? Michael Candy. <laughs> <laughs> no. No? Was he on the Timberwolves? Yeah, he was. After
0: the Clippers? I think so. He yeah. must have got, I must have traded him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, I mean, you had to trade someone to get yeah. Ray Allen and
0: uh, Paul well, Pierce. I mean, you know, like if you're not doing it in the season, you could the if you're not doing it in the GM mode, then you could just make any trades as long as that they match up players and stuff. So there wasn't any restrictive like practices. This is all NBA Live too, when that still existed. Oh well before the current when NBA Live was the game.
1: Man, I wish I still had have- Like we had so many systems and I think we ended up donating it all because I think there was a nonprofit that was like, Hey, you know, they'll take it. Really? Yeah. So we donated like, man, everything. Shoot. Like we had a Sega Sega Genesis with a Sega CD and 32X. Mm-hmm. We had a Dreamcast. The Dreamcast was like RIP Dreamcast, man. That was a great system.
0: Yeah. I still have that at home. At my parents' house. What games do you have with it? Um I have um Tony Hawk. I have some the, I have the original 2K game um oh man yeah and then what's that one the spray painting game oh jet set radio
1: yeah crazy taxi
0: uh i don't think i got to crazy taxi
1: did you ever have any of the fighting games like soul caliber
0: i think i have i think i actually had soul caliber for um ps1 hmm or it might have been for Dreamcast Wait
1: I think I think when uh, Before Dreamcast it was called Soul Edge I think And then it became Soul okay. Calibur okay. But Soul, Soul Calibur was so good Then if
0: Yeah I have one I think that I might have had it for Dreamcast I still have it at home Just one controller Or two <sighs> Boo. Actually, I actually have my my original Nintendo at home, but then I don't I, I don't have the. the original
1: fucking Castlevania is hella hard, man.
0: Fucking yeah. game. Well, it's funny because all those games are a lot harder. I mean, all games are hard, but like, you know, you think about eight bit, you think it's gonna be easier, but no, it's no, it's be, not, it's, dude. No,
1: like, not at all. It's like you you forget about the patterns. You're like, oh yeah, I gotta jump here. I gotta jump. The timing has to be right. And you can't like you jump and you jump, right? Like you're already going in that direction. You can't jump and like move
0: <laughs> in right. midair, right? Like you, you right. jump
1: and then you're just boned.
0: Right. Well, yeah, anyway, I think we've talked about it before. Um one of our friends was watching some of the kids play Contra <laughs> on the um on the an emulator and they just couldn't um figure out how to not get hit like you know they couldn't figure out how to duck <laughs> or jump above those you know semi slow bullets but you know it's a different world they they play video games with their fingers fingertips All Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you always want to go into some, what you're into?
1: Sure. Why don't you start? Now?
0: Okay, I'll just do um. I'll do one since you haven't seen the two movies that I mentioned. Um, because I think we could have a better conversation about it. Yeah. I can shout out.
1: Uh, I'm I don't know. If, I don't think I'm going to watch Shape of Water though.
0: You're not? I'm not that interested. It's pretty good, man. Really? You know, it's funny. Like, I think, okay, I think I would... Okay, did, you, so. did you
1: see the tweet that, like, Shape of Water is, like, grinding Nemo? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it kind of... I, I get that. And, you know, I am a little bit of a um, Guillermo del Toro kind of um, stan, but um, it's funny when I was watching it because, you know, like, La La Land for for different things was also kind of like this homage to um classic hollywood right yeah and i didn't i didn't know that there was going to be a little bit of that in the shape of water and not not because it was meant to be an homage it's because it's for one of the characters that was that character's way of um expression Mm -hmm. and um that was actually that person's foray into like romance because for various reasons why this person couldn't really participate in uh, a normal romantic relationship with another person. Um, So yes, the, this, the romance with the fish monster (laughs) is definitely, um, you know, it's different, but like, you know, like if you, you know all like monster movies that are done on a more like narrative level not just like kind of scary movie or whatever there's um it's obviously more like symbolic than it is you know yeah um but that i definitely well, oh I, I i dug it I, I was totally into it um Uh, which i was already going in expecting to like it but then um
1: see that's weird like i thought that i would want to watch it too like oh Guillermo del toro like maybe it's a new splash whatever yeah but it got so many mixed reviews from all these different people yeah and it was weird
0: well, that might be I mean, a reason to watch it. Right? Maybe, yeah, I guess so. There's, there's a big piece about humanity, you, you know, versus a monster, right? Yeah. And so I don't want to talk about it too much because then.
1: Okay, fine. I'll watch uh. it, dude. Jesus. <laughs> I'll watch Grinding Nemo.
0: But the uh, one I will talk about um, is a. Uh, Hung and I basically, we, in the span of the last recording, we have watched a lot of crime shows. <laughs> so she was watching The Killing on Netflix. So then right. by, um, which, as she is watching it, then I watched some of it with her. W- once we were done with that, I'm like, hey, what do you want to, is there anything else that you want to watch now? And then she said, oh, yeah, I was looking into Broadchurch. I'm like, Okay, let's watch it. I've, I've, I've been wanting to watch that for years. Um, it's been in my list for years. I watched the American remake of it. Right. Grace Point. Um,
1: I kept forgetting what the name was. I was like...
0: Yeah. And it was okay. I don't remember like watching it intently. but um, And it's totally different because... Well, anyway. So... The thing I'm into, Broadchurch. There's been three seasons. The most recent season I think was released just last year. They pretty much took. They they recorded. I mean, they filmed and you know released ten episodes in season one, and then released the next season two years after, and released the next season two years after. Yeah, um, I, don't, I mean, I, two, I don't
1: think I saw the third season, but I've definitely seen the first two.
0: Yeah, it's just 2013. I mean that's 2001. Um and so you've seen the first two seasons so it's I think bash it's pretty damn good. Pretty good, yeah. <laughs> the acting's really good. Um the the season arc stories are really good for the most part. Most of the most of the characters don't do things that are that don't make sense unless they are in crisis, you know? Um, yeah, cause you know, sometimes there's to advance narrative, especially in American shows that last for 22 seasons or 22 episodes per season. Yeah. They make characters just do hella oddball stuff just cause totally. they just need, because you know... they
1: need to fill, fill episodes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But they didn't have to cause it's a clean 10 episodes each season edited pretty precisely to 45 minutes um the acting was really good the writing was really good but you know i noticed a lot about the first season was um which i've been getting into a lot lately is just noticing the lighting Mm -hmm. and then it's interesting because each season visually has its own uh texture or visually it's different like they have their own character because they he uses this different cinematographers each season yeah um so the first one is very artsy Hmm. you know like different angles of shots um different kind of takes on like b-roll shots the lighting was definitely something that they played with mm-hmm and in season three, you had none of that at all. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. And it was not worse. It was just different. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the great thing about short seasons is that you can actually watch it and catch up and binge it. And you you, you could do that in a, a week. But the bad thing about short seasons is that you don't have anymore. <laughs> And they're not going to make any more seasons of Broadchurch. So, you,
1: I think you might like Happy Valley. Have you seen that?
0: It's on. It's on a lot of lists that say like, if you like Broadchurch, watch this. Um, So, I've seen it. I haven't looked into it. That's
1: pretty good. And I just watched um, Collateral, which is also a British. That that this one was a super short season. Mm-hmm. um like carrie mulligan's in it uh and it's four episodes also british but um i think the the folks on the ringer were mentioning it so then i ended up catching it over the last few weeks and um, also pretty good it's okay. it's like a it's a crime show but takes place uh, and current, uh, basically yeah. this year or whatever, so it's like post Brexit, yeah. post um, xenophobic Europe, yeah. you know. So it it kind of takes that in all that stuff into consideration, um, and and adds a, a different layer for uh, how they go through the plot. And uh,
0: where where is it showing? Is it on Netflix? Yeah, no. it's Netflix.
1: Okay, it's, it's one of their. Quote, unquote, originals. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, Happy Valley is good.
0: Um, and same with uh, Collateral. So it's funny. We were watching Broadchurch and then, um, you know, about like five to ten minutes in, <laughs> I looked at him and I'm like, um, so do you want to put on the subtitles <laughs> oh, for sure? And she had, she didn't say anything to me before that. She's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I don't like watching things with subtitles, but then I ended up watching, we ended up watching broad with subtitles because there's for most of them, it was okay. But like for some of the actors, like, there's no way I was going to understand. I was going to miss a whole bunch of like the story trying to get, you know, um yeah.
1: Yeah, we we always watch subtitles cuz sometimes kids are sleeping so I got to be like yeah, you know, late at night or whatever.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, feel that. We do that doing that a little bit more lately too. But yeah, that was my thing. For
1: me, um Atlanta is yeah? off the hook this season. Is it? Yes, dude. Oh my god. There's uh this really this really great episode. Um I think it's called Teddy Perkins. Um it was maybe a couple of weeks ago. But it's mm-hmm. um it revolves around Darius. It's basically just his his episode. Mm. Um, and it's like, you know, you watch Atlanta and you're like, oh, there's something different about this, the show, right? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's super obvious. And, and then this episode comes up and you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, season two is great. Um, cool. So I'm sure you'll catch up on that.
0: I will be catching up on that, yeah.
1: Um, I already mentioned Collateral. um, And I just recently watched this really super dope documentary. Um, I think it's called 808. Um, Actually, let me double check the, the title. So it's about the Roland drum machine, the 808 which mm. you keep hearing about. Like, people, at least in the 80s and 90s, used to rap about it. Uh, like, yeah. Sir a lot I think, has has mentioned it. Um, But a, this drum machine changed music. So if you're into hip-hop, if you're into house music, do yourself a favor and, like, watch this documentary. It is awesome. Oh, really, is really on awesome. Netflix? This is is on um, Prime Video, Amazon. Oh, uh, Okay. I used to say that if if I was a baseball player, professional baseball player, that my walk up song would be "Planet Rock" uh-huh. uh, by Soul Sonic Force, You're and right. this song is 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 basically the big bang of like the eight hundred eight, like the eight hundred eight and Planet Rock. That's is basically the big bang for. Um, how this device changed music. uh changed music, yeah, nice, so it's pretty dope cool I'm uh, oh i'm I'm kind of into um that uh fortnite battle royale game
0: oh, I heard about that
1: it's it's free it's you know it's free download, so it's kinda cool. I suck.
0: But, Is it a FPS?
1: Uh no, it's third person. Um hmm. but it's really fun. It's uh like battle royale games are like the the thing right now, particularly with Fortnite and uh PUBG.
0: What's a bat- what's a battle royale? Game? So it's basically 100 players. Oh shoot. Uh-huh.
1: They um you are basically, you're dropped in. 100 players are dropped onto this island. (laughs) And then Uh you're supposed to search uh, for equipment, like guns, Mm -hmm. different types of guns in the area. And basically, last one standing is the winner. Mm -hmm. So you can jump anywhere onto this island, but every few minutes, uh, like the... The play area get, shrinks, mm. so everybody ends up getting concentrated into you know it's a certain area, and if you die, then you can either watch the rest of the game or you just hop into another lobby. But like, one life and that's it. Yeah.
0: So, that's a great concept.
1: Yeah. So there's PUBG, which is the kind of more modern military. And that that's one of the most popular games right now. And there's Fortnite, which is uh kind of more cartoony. Yeah. Um But the difference between them is that with Fortnite you can build uh you can build structures. So you can either build like a, a fort mm-hmm. for yourself. Yeah. Um that other people can, you know, like can damage and stuff like that. Or you can Basically, build stairs. So if you need, if there's a hill you need to climb, you can build stairs all the way up. Hmm. So it's not only just like finding guns and shooting people, but Fortnite is like, um, you know, you can use it to defend yourselves. You can use it to travel to different places and build bridges and whatever. So it, it's yeah. it's kind of a fun, kind of a fun thing. With the cool, one of the coolest things is that it got released on mobile. Right. Um, So you can play on your mobile device against uh, other people who are playing on PC and Xbox and PlayStation. So everything's cross-platform, which is Uh, kind of cool.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: But I haven't even tried the mobile. I already suck at the regular, so I don't imagine I'd (laughs) be very good at this yeah
0: I, I wouldn't last um very long in, in a game like this yeah it's yeah
1: and it it'll probably take a while to get good it looks and pretty like, cool though and i don't i don't have the time right now yeah i do Ginny and i used to play we would take turns <laughs> but all she'd do is like run around and try and build build houses and she <laughs> she'd actually live longer than me because i'm out there trying to like get a gun and try and shoot someone. Right. But then she's right. just like, oh, I'm just going to do my thing. And then, she, and then finally she dies and she's like, oh, like 60th place. And I die <laughs> in like 85th place. <laughs> that means I'm like the 15th person to die. Right. Like, yeah. I downloaded like a snowboarding game. It's called uh-huh. steep. That one's uh-huh. pretty cool. Actually, that game, the, the concept for that game is really fun. Mobile. No, PS4. Uh- um, okay. it was, I think it was on sale, so I picked it up. But it's basically open world, like you're in like the legit French Alps, oh. and then you can either pick, you can pick skiing, snowboarding, uh, paragliding, wingsuit, and then there's just you know challenges where you either do a time trial or you do as many, you score points for tricks. It's very similar to like any other skateboarding game but yeah. everything's open world. That's cool. So you can just drop in wherever you want, do a do a challenge or you can just like run around, or like just go around and then uh one of the cool things too is I think you you can like players can create their own challenges and make it public so other people can try that challenge. Yeah. So that's yeah. you know that's pretty it's pretty fun. Yeah. Move on to dad moments. Yeah. Um, I had a pretty big one. Okay. Uh, A couple of maybe in in March. Took we went went up to the snow. Mm -hmm. Um, shout out to Fong who let us stay up there for a weekend. Um, it was one of the. Crazy periods in March where there was hell of snow. So it was awesome. It was, I guess, Ginny's second time, but, like, the first time really being able to enjoy and play in it and and whatever. Right. So we took Ginny to a ski lesson for the first time at Squaw Mm -hmm. Valley. It was super expensive. And, you know, we came in. We thought that uh, since she had... Did she, his taking uh, gymnastics classes probably would not be a big deal to have her go through, like, a ski lesson, right? Yeah. Um. So, it was, like, the day was all bad because we were supposed to be there at a certain time. There was so much traffic because it was the first sunny day after all the snow, so it took, like, a... An hour and a half to get from like Truckee to um north. Oh, uh, like an hour and a half to get from Truckee to Squaw Valley, which is 14 miles, maybe. Right. Uh. Um, and you know, in the car, I think everyone just got really restless. Ginny started messing with Ellis, and we were trying to get her to stop, and then it was just bad. I definitely Mm -hmm. lost my temper a little bit Um, and it was just like a bad car ride. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, oh man, now Ginny doesn't want to go to the ski school or whatever. So we drop her off. She's late. And then um, I wasn't there. I was trying to park the car with Ellis and then Tess had dropped uh, her off at the ski school. But it's one of those things where like you just drop the kid off and then they just take them take them off right away. So the, you know, so I guess we assume like, okay, I guess we'll just see her at the end, at the end of the lesson. Mm -hmm. And this was already uh, after she had been upset in the car and and all this stuff. So it was like a really bad experience for her. Mm-hmm. to go through this ski lesson and you know she was super into it because we were playing that game right <laughs> we were playing right. that playstation game so she knows what like skiing is she was super excited and that day just like started out super bad and i think she had like this really bad experience yeah and i was like oh no you know this was supposed to be like fun it was supposed to be maybe something that we can all do as a family together and um so after tessa talked to her it turns out that she wanted to still ski again, but she didn't want to go to the same place. Mm -hmm. I think that the way that they're, that they structure the schooling or their ski school um, didn't really work out for her. So what we decided to do was the next day um, we went to a different resort uh, and this is really cool, actually. Um, Soda Springs, where they have essentially a kid area, where you go and you pay, you know, basically admission into this kids area, and you can do, you can either do snow tubing, you can go and rent skis and swap it out for a snowboard if you want. Mm-hmm. So it's it's basically like. Hey, just try whatever you want and see what you like and If you don't like skiing, you could try snowboarding and um you know, so what i was what I did was I was basically her teacher for that day, mm-hmm. so she tried skiing, she really liked it, she had like such a good time, and um it basically redeemed the day before where she had that really crappy day, yeah, so I guess the dad moment was um just kind of trying to think about or like the dad moment was reflecting on these sorts of activities and like what the best way is to introduce stuff like that Mm -hmm. you know ski is expensive it was like 200 bucks for the first day for that you know and then you're like, oh, man, I hope she really likes it. And so in the back of my mind, as we were driving there and the day was already going south, I was like, all I kept thinking about was this cost, this monetary cost right. of, like, wasting this money for this experience, you know? Right. And then also realizing that we we probably could have done stuff to make it better. Like, for, for me don't lose my temper in the car whenever, you know, like it was just all bad. And right. then it was also like, we didn't know that we could actually go out to the, the ski school area and watch from the sidelines, mm-hmm. you know, cause we just thought that when you drop, you drop them off, you just like, okay, just come back later. Yeah. You know, because I think what they want to try and do is help kids build independence or whatever, but you know, right. Genie because of gymnastics and I'm usually there, the parents are there, you know, I think she likes getting that validation after she does something. Right. You know? Right. So, you know, that was like, that's pretty rough. It was rough for, I think for both Tessa and I just kind of going through that. But with the next day where we were able to go to that Soda Springs Mm. and, um, where I was able to, just kind of teach her. I haven't skied since I was in eighth grade or seventh grade, but yeah. I knew enough of the basics. Um, and she had a positive experience. So that was kind of like, thankfully, um, that kind of redeemed it. But then yeah. she didn't, but then she had a tantrum because she didn't want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> of course. So yeah, that was all
0: bad. Now I well, you know how I, I always think about like how resilient the um kids are, yeah, and how how forgiving they are with um with us <laughs> as parents, yeah, right? Because then, um, I mean, with Jenny, it's a little bit different because she's way older and she's really co- conscious of everything,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so those like less than great or painful or whatever moments are going to be they're going to last longer because she can carry those memories and process them but then they're also so resilient with um, with their their desire to um, to be connected to us and feel cared for you know all that stuff yeah and I know like it's just, that's what it is. Cause you know, we're their first, I mean, we're obviously their parents, but we're their first quote unquote friends or, quote, you know, you know what I mean? Um, And we are their support system and all that stuff. So I'm glad that you had that second day to kind of wash out that first day.
1: Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. You know, and we were, we were even thinking like, Let's find. We were trying to book all these other ski schools, um, and then it just occurred to me that this that, that certain certain resorts offer this. We're like, "Hey, you can just teach a kid," and I was like, "Maybe that's better." Yeah, you know. And it it ended up being cheaper, you know. So right. certainly, I mean, certainly we would have we would have paid the The money for a different ski school just to see if it right. was a different experience. But, like, I think it really meant a lot to Ginny that it was me at the top of the hill, like, okay, ready to go, or me at the bottom of the hill that was trying to catch her, right? Yeah. And then, you know, she was having, uh, mo- like, having Mommy at uh, on the other side of the little, um, the gate, like cheering her on too you know i was like it was good stuff yeah so thank god nice. so she she loves it so now (laughs) we can we can kind of go back and figure that all that stuff out and how to how to get her as like does that mean i have to start skiing again you know
0: (laughs) yeah just create some skis with wheels and like you know down your street you already have a slope i know right just you know, we're helipadding.
1: I bust my ass, dude. I'm gonna
0: <laughs> die. That sounded like a successful trip.
1: Yeah, it was fun. It was great. Like, um, you know, it was funny because this happened all on uh, Michelle's fortieth. Like, Fawn was just like, "Hey, you want to go Tahoe next week?" And we're just like,
0: all right.
1: Shit. Yeah. Okay. So we. Yeah. So we. So we made it happen. That's it great.
0: It's funny you were talking. You know, you you talked about that trip. Just, and it wasn't even that whole trip. It was just that 14 miles from, um, the house to Squaw. Yeah, because, you know, we thought about going up there like really, really, you know, for like two seconds. But I'm like, man, I was like, I have no desire to get caught up in um in traffic or, like, a full on like snowstorm where you have to stop and wait for a while with Malcolm in the car. Oh dude. Yeah. Um, cause I, one, I wouldn't want to get stuck with like that by myself anyway, or like with us, um, just from being not like nervous of anything, just being like impatient. <laughs> um, but then imagining having Malcolm stuck in the car in the cold, having no knowledge of when we'd be free, you know, cause like the, you know, that happens, right? Like, if the storm is happening and you really can't pass, then you're just stuck, right?
1: Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you that. Like we we ended up getting stuck when we drove up on Friday night. Oh yeah, yeah. Like we uh, we knew it was going to be snowing, and um, there was a this guy that I work with who was coming up earlier in that day, so he was like sending me messages. <laughs> Throughout the day, like, oh, hey, have you left yet? I was like, no, and he's like, okay, cool. We're we're in, we're past Sac. Um, I think we're gonna get a room because the roads are gonna, they're not gonna open the roads. Right. We're like, oh crap. Okay. And then like, oh, they might open the roads at midnight, and we're like, okay, well, let's just still take a chance. So we left at like nine or ten at night. Yeah. Shh. And I was like, okay. all right, cool. Let's just let's just go up. So we were, we got by Sacramento. And then my coworker was like, we're stuck, you know, um, you know, try and take the room at Roseville, you know, like they booked a room, Uh they found out a little bit later that, uh, that the roads opened up. So they decided to just like ditch the room that they booked and to try and make it up. Uh, so then when they got stuck, they're like, try and take our room. Like we, I don't think it's going to open tonight. Okay. So we got stuck. We had to turn. We couldn't take the room in Roseville. So we we were able to get a room in Sacramento. So we drove back and then we left the next morning and still got stuck. Dang. They were about to close. They were about to close the roads or they actually were already closed, but we were able to exit and then go um, side roads. Hmm until past the point where they closed and we were able to kind of like go safely through, but it still took like f- three to four hours to get from Sacramento to Tahoe, which oh, is shoot. like, and yeah. you know, like y- you're absolutely right. Like you don't want to get stuck in the car with a baby. And like last on Friday, I was like, Oh, I just wanted to push through. Like the kids are already asleep. Let's just push through. Yeah. Um, but man, if we get if we were stuck for, they didn't. My coworkers didn't actually get in until like two or three that morning. Shoot! And they yeah. and they left Sac- they left Sacramento at like five. <laughs> Shoot! Luckily, their kids were older and they could hang. But like,
0: yeah, I, yeah. I mean, the good thing about nighttime is that I, I think Malcolm would just sleep through most of it. Um but that's still like if he didn't that Yeah, I know, like just, you know. Cuz yeah. that nighttime it's easier cuz he's asleep and then you don't have to change him, but like, you know.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's not, that's not, that's exactly yeah. true. That's why I that's why I really wanted to try and push through at night. Like, yeah. let's just let's just try and go and then and then we got to Sacramento and they're like, "Oh, close the roads." I was like, "Oh shit." So then we yeah. went back and
0: yeah. 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 I mean, we weren't really considering it heavily, but I'm glad that we didn't go because that would have been a nightmare.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it was, um, it was fucking snowing everywhere. It was, it was awesome that, like, I can't remember seeing that much snow in Tahoe before. Right. You know, like, I, I'm, and I'm pretty sure that I've, I've been there where there was a lot of snow, but you know, I I kept looking at like the mountains, like you go over the summit and then Mm -hmm. you're kind of going down into like where Donner Lake is and you can see all the, all the mountains. Right. And then, you know, most of the time there's like snow, but then there's also a lot of like dark colors from the trees. Yeah. This time there was so much snow on the trees that like, it was almost all white. And I was like, yeah. Have I ever seen this much snow? And I couldn't recall a time. Yeah, but it was pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. I've only I've, I've experienced that once the last time I ever went snowboarding which was uh 15 years ago. Um Oh, dang. It, it was uh we had a late storm which, so it was around this time or like May. And so I went up with my coworkers. And then the cool thing was we pretty much just followed the storm. So we didn't have to sit in the storm. Everything was ahead of us. So everything that we were experiencing was all like fresh um, powder. Um, and then when we snowboarded the next day, because it was, you know, beginning of May, I think it was. Um, it, re- it was already warm. So it was powder and it was warm. So at some at one point I just... Um, with snowboarding in a t-shirt i mean i had my jacket on for like so i wouldn't get wet because i s- still didn't really snowboard that well but um it was hella nice nice all right mine i, I just it's a really small one it's just kind of funny because now that malcolm is more mobile and playing in a lot of different things um it's you know now he's gonna be playing in playgrounds and um places where they have things set up for kids so you know there's always him playing with other kids and he's learning how to do that at daycare and the other day his home girl at daycare went to go to hung to say hi and then you know what happens is like um malcolm was away from us. And he saw that happen. So he <laughs> basically ran towards whom <laughs> to be like, no, that's my mom. And then he faces hand, like he was going to hit her. Oh, and I'm like, and I grabbed him like Malcolm. No. Right. And her mom was there. And you know, like the mom has that baby. She's um, a little bit younger than Alice actually. And then, um, but she has a older brother who's also at the daycare. So, yeah. you know, I mean, it happens, right? Kids yeah. hit each other. Um, toddlers um but (laughs) because i mean that's one thing but then like the the kid politics of a playground is fine they're gonna work themselves out i you know i can communicate with the little kids and malcolm and try to keep the peace the thing that makes me uncomfortable is um other parents (laughs) because You know, there's some parents that are really sensitive about how you talk to their kids, right? That's true. Yeah. Um, and then none of that happened, but we were at uh, we were at the winery Rockwall in Alameda last week or two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And then they had these wooden blocks set up for the kids to play with. And I was there because Malcolm was playing with it. And then there was other family with four kids. One was a uh, still a little infant, and. They were playing and stuff, and Malcolm was playing with one set of the the blocks, but this family basically had no desire to acknowledge our presence, which is really awkward because their kids are gonna, you know, our kids are gonna end up like crossing paths, right? Yeah. Um, and it's not like I I don't need friends. I don't I don't need. To strike 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 up a conversation with folks, so I'd rather not do that anyway. But like, not even, you know, looking at my direction when our kids are in the same kind of area, really made me uncomfortable. So I grabbed Malcolm and we went somewhere else.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, get get ready for all that. Like, it's it's weird, you know, like. I take Judy to the playground all the time. Sometimes I'm, I'm usually just by myself with Ginny, and sometimes she's, cool. you know, when she's doing her thing, like I'm just like sitting there. Sometimes I'll talk. It, d- it depends on how I'm feeling. Usually, right? But I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And it's like I don't need to have a conversation or like whatever, but it's one of those things where, hey, we're in the shared space, so let's at least um make it less awkward for each other. Right. But those like two parents had like their body language was like, no, we're not going to worry about you or talk to you, Um, which is fine with me. It's just a matter of like if our kids cross paths and like Malcolm wants to take one of their blocks or they want to take one of Malcolm's blocks and, you know, we do the whole sharing thing or whatever. And there's whatever, you know, we probably need to all be cordial about that. Because, yeah. like, later on, there was a kid. I, and Hung was with Malcolm, and that kid was, like, doing some other stuff. And um, her, his parents was, like, stop Because I think he was kicking some of the blocks or whatever, throwing them. And, you know, he's a kid, so he he wasn't doing anything to be dangerous. He was just being a kid. Yeah. But later on, I went over there, and we were playing. And instead of building the blocks, we, we were creating um a dominoes. And that kid came back and he was playing with us and he was helping us build. And then his parents were like, um, whatever his name was, come back, come over here. You can play with him. I'm like, oh no, it's all good. It's all good. He can play with us. There's nothing happening. Cause I didn't know what happened earlier. Yeah. But at least there's that. Right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And then there's feedback from both parents just to kind of be like, yeah, let's, uh, keep them separate or like, Hey, it's cool. No worries. You know? Um because it's not about the kid either. It's just like some parents don't feel comfortable with the other parent, right? I mean I don't feel comfortable with the other parents, but then I'm not gonna be like making a situation awkward because we're in a shared space. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that was I um will be experiencing that more, obviously.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I think for me it's like if if it turns out that I have to talk to the kids somehow like if Gin- like for example today you know Ginny got out of school and one of her uh classmates she wanted to play with and then um so that's fine you know do your thing and then you know her her dad was there and i guess her brother was there too her uh, younger brother um so then Ginny was like playing with all three of them and then Ginny comes over and says uh, can I go play soccer with Allie and uh, her family? Uh, I was like, yeah, go, sh- sure. So she goes and I'm like, okay, that means I'm going to probably have to introduce myself now. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> you know, and it was yeah. fine. It, it was totally fine, but it was, right. you know, sometimes you're not in the mood. Sometimes you're just like, hey man, go do your thing. I'll be over here. I'll like listen to my podcast. Like sometimes, you know, you just yeah. want, time for yourself while they're having time with it to their self. Right. So, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, Tess and I were talking about this the other day too. It's like, you know, the new friends we're going to have at this stage, if it's not coworkers, it's definitely going to be like your kids, friends, parents. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so it's like oh man that like that's that can be kind of awkward <laughs> yeah you know yeah so i mean have fun with that <laughs> <Yeah. Dang>. <laughs> thanks <laughs> once again thanks for listening to the pop culture podcast Reminder: We do have a vlog. We haven't posted on in a while, uh, but you can add us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at uh, Pop Culture Pod. If you haven't yet subscribed, please do. Write a short review. Have you seen any new descriptions lately? Probably not, because you haven't posted any episodes. Huh? Mm,
0: I haven't checked. I mean, I checked when you last posted, but no, I don't.
1: Anyway, uh, we do still stay pretty active on Facebook, posting links. Certain movies or TV shows or albums that we listen to, or something like that. Uh, So anyway, uh, on behalf of John, uh, this is Anton, and we are signing out. And see you next time. Peace out.